Hello, and welcome to the 24th episode of Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. My name is Brandon. As is mine. That's why we're Brandon Here. and Brandon. We met at Brandon Camp years ago. It was nice. You remember when my daughter asked us yesterday? And <laughs> there was like a slight hesitation. She's like, really? But yeah. like she didn't, but was like she, suspended Well, belief. she knows not to believe anything you really say. Or you, for that matter. That's She's true. trying to catch, starting to catch on. Yeah. Well, that, that's a common thing when people ask how we met. And both being named Brandon, we say we met we at Brandon Camp. I think we said that before camp. in a, a previous recording, um, like early on. Yeah, did but we? But it's still no less not true. Oh, we still say it all the time. Until death. Until you know, it's going to take literally one of us to die for us to stop saying that. It'll take one of us to die before there's only one Brandon. Does that make yes? Yes? <laughs> That's you and us combined. Does that make <laughs> us of uh, the Highlanders? God, that I, is I such... There can be only one. Yeah, that was no, the tagline I, from the movie. Yeah. I know. So we're here, like we said, doing our 24th episode, and unlike Scalebound, by the way, for fellow gamers who haven't heard, Scalebound's been canceled, but we haven't been, not yet anyways. No, I guess we just the go, only on, people we just go on hiatus us, for a couple months. We try sometimes, and then it doesn't work out, and then real life takes over, but we actually are recording the AM. I want to say this is a first for us, first AM recording. It's a beautiful, yeah. sunshiny day, even though... Depend- and we're inside. We are inside. <laughs> recording for you. You're welcome. Yeah, but b- literally, I can hear the birds chirping. That's not an expression. Uh, well, it is, but I'm not using it as one in this case. No, yeah. That's, I think the one's getting mauled by a cat, I think. <laughs> That's not chirping. A bird is screaming <laughs> for, for help. Help. <laughs> help, help the birds. Do you remember that one time when we saw chickens committing violence on <laughs> each other in a yes. Walgreens parking lot? Yes. And then that one lady tried to intervene. You know, I'm like, what are you going to do? It was roosters that were going after a single chicken, yeah, right? I know. Not like I was, attacking. I think they, no, were they were trying to mate or whatever. And it was aggressive, though. And then there was that one woman. It was literally outside of a Walgreens. Yeah. And uh, that and then, hen was like screaming for help. And I just. And then that woman like started getting in between them. And I'm like, like, dude, you're trying to F with nature, lady. <laughs> let just, just let nature F. Don't F with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was awkward. That was probably like, shit, 10 years ago by now or something, yeah. it feels like. It was not a short time ago. Not and I kidding. Can s- I saw a bunch of turkeys and and roosters and chickens outside of the same Walgreens what is a couple it about of days that? ago. I don't know. There I must be know. like a farm nearby or something or just a but bird it's weird. sanctuary. It's, it's surrounded by residential areas It's and stuff, nothing and but I, just suburbia. I don't understand where they come from and why they choose. They have rent control there, I the think, Walgreens so it's the only place they can afford to live. It's true. Yeah. And Walgreens really has everything you need yeah, it really does so they're just like hey this is just this works for us yeah it's, it's like homeless people hanging out near a soup kitchen it's the same thing wow what do marginalized birds <laughs> well they're homeless birds <laughs> i meant homeless people oh uh, you are not a compassionate person <laughs> anyways we're here we're back with you talking all the things we love and hopefully you love too which is why you're listening geek culture stuff comics books movies tv shows all of which we are going to get into today we have a lot of ground to cover being that we haven't been able to record for a while so why not start it off but before we do that as is our customary primary tradition we want to thank our fake sponsors and you uh very successfully got a very high level well i've been going to a lot of podcast trade shows lately yeah obviously and (laughs) i don't know what's obvious about it but yeah there's (laughs) this one was a big one um we've had a lot of celebratory um Uh uh-huh uh, rub from yep. uh, you know some of our fake sponsors, but Bug none, Rub being one of them, but the being primary Mike point Pence, in case, yeah. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, Jean Claude Van Damme, yeah. But yeah. I don't think we've landed such an A-list celebrity, uh, just who's made an impression upon Hollywood for many years and hopefully for many years to come, provided she has healthy joints. And that leads me to today's fake sponsor, talking about Glenn Close brand glucosamine. It's called Glenn Closamine. You know Hollywood A-list actress Glenn Closamine. Oh, yeah. Well, check this out. She has a brand... 101 Dalmatians. Love it. Right? 100... 
didn't they make a sequel like 102 Dalmatians? Well, then that completely ruins the whole. Okay, let's just stick with the good memories. Yeah, um, all it will take is a free 30-day trial for you and your joints to have a fatal attraction yeah, with the official glucosamine supplement of Hollywood actress Glenn Close. It's Glenn Closamine, effective and all-natural. Glenn Closamine is the best of its kind. It's going to offer you what no other supplement can. And by the way, it's not even close. Uh, Remember, you can't spell glucosamine without mine, M-I-N-E, but you can make Glenclosamine yours. Not only is Glenn the namesake of this wonderful, effective product, but she's an avid user too. Thanks to Glenclosamine, she's going to be doing all her own stunts at almost age 70. I've seen her do that. She actually did the stunts for uh, Keanu Reeves in John Wick 2. Great. It's a little known fact. Yeah. She's uncredited. Very versatile. Yeah. Uh, she also does other stunts like getting out of bed. Every yep, day. That's hard. And she can even reach down to pet her Bichon Frise. That's a dog. And that's a little dog. So think about how many joint supplements would it take uh, to be able to reach down and pet a Bichon Frise if you're a 70 year old woman. But all it takes instead of all those supplements is just one dosage, daily dosage of Glenclosamine. Visit glenclosamine.com and enter the promo code I'd Hump Present Day Glenclose while listening to Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. And you, yeah, you are going to get a free 30-day trial of these once-a-day tabs. Do it today. Do it for Glenn. Get close. Get mine. Get Glenn close to me. Just take, just take, just take Glenn close The promo code, it's all one word. It's I'd hump present day Glenn close while listening to Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Brandon, yeah, is, that, is that all just one yeah, word? Simple as can be, right? Yeah, no, yeah. that sounds really easy. I mean, if, just like this product, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I, I have to admit, I, you, you know, when we were um, when we were planning out, like we were writing our business plan. Our five-year plan. Our five-year business plan for, for uh, it's a model, random fandom. Yeah. Um, I mean, God, we took, you know, probably five years to make our five-year plan. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously the results are speaking for themselves so far. you kept on saying, you know, you're like, the, our goal of, is going to be to get Glenn Close on our podcast. And I thought that's just a weird goal. You know, you start Wait, with you, dreams and that's all you know they what? You're going after feel it. like, but now dreams are becoming reality. This is the step right before she comes on our show. Yeah. Congratulations. I think, yeah, I think this is a lock to make sure that she's able to promote her next movie. Yeah. I know how much of us. a, I know how much of a fan you are. So this is a big step for us. Thank you, Glenn Close and yeah. Glenn Close, I mean. But... Now that we're done thanking our fake sponsors, um, let's get into the meat and potatoes of everything. Is this more meat or potatoes today? This is more meat. Okay. Well, they're like bite-sized chunks of meat. We have a So l- like let's wings. Put it, let's put it this way. We have a lot of meat to talk about. This isn't something we can steak so, in or a fork and knife into, but it's like bite-sized meats. Sure. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> Bite into this meat with us. These are great metaphors. Um so let's kick into, I don't know, what do you want to start off with? Video games? I do. Okay, let's start with video games. Hey, Brandon, you like to play games, right? Every once in a while. By every once in a while, you mean the time in between everything else? Yeah, yeah pretty me much. Too. All, I, I, all I want to do is play video games. If I could play video games if nonstop, playing video it games would just be... Uh, made you buff and you know successful, God, I would play more. And made more. women want you, which it totally doesn't. Yeah. I found that out the hard way. But we are finding out in a fun way that there's still a lot of games, even some back catalog to uh, fall or winter releases from last year up to now that we're catching up with, looking forward to. Uh, You've been um, doing your Gamefly thing, so fill us in on what you've been playing and just some thoughts you have about them. 
Um, so uh, currently I, I'm playing the Hitman game. So I got they they have that uh, full edition. You know, so the, oh, because they released it by episodes. Yeah, the Hitman um, as like like marketplace stuff, right? Well, they basically sold it. I, I, I'm I'm not going to say the prices because I can't quite recall exactly what they were, and I don't yeah. want to be false on this, but. You know, it was something like you pay a certain amount and then you got this one level and it was pretty much the basic game, but with one level. And then you can either pay per mission Mm -hmm. to get more or you can pay the 60 bucks and get pretty much what is like a season pass, right? Where every time they'd come out with something new, that would be added onto your uh your game and they came out with pretty recently they came out with sort of a definitive edition that's not what they call it i don't remember what they call it on physical copy yeah yeah which has everything they've released so far and uh got that in through gamefly i'm playing that right now but i want to real quickly mention the couple of games i played before that which was mafia 3 and the call of duty infinite warfare yeah dating back to uh, last year's releases yeah but you know i am getting so many games out there yeah uh work and adult responsibilities so Mafia 3, I'll kick into that first. Uh, these are just going to be bullet points real quick. If you haven't played Mafia 3, it is a good game to get into if you like the whole GTA open world style. Um, very similar to Watch Dogs in that sense as well. But the problem with the gameplay is that it's no different than a lot of those games. There's some really good pieces of the game that... Uh, are, are are worth mentioning. Like, for example, the cinematics are awesome. Yeah, I've The cinematics, um, there's like two different types of cinematics. There's like these really, really high quality ones that are done that look like a documentary and mm-hmm. they're sporadic throughout and that carries the story really well. And then there's these other cinematics that aren't super high quality um, where it's kind of, you can tell it's more of an in-game engine type uh, that do okay to progress the story very similar very similar to a way gta would do the same thing so uh, you know one one highlight is that the quality of the storytelling is done really well the gameplay just holds it back yeah to be honest i didn't beat it um i i played through it to get the feel of it and with when i have all these other games knocking at my door literally um like play me i'm just like ah, I, it's hard for me to just focus on a game like that so i played probably eight to ten hours of it and and then that I, was sent, I sent it back yeah yeah so. if that was the only game you had might be a different story but yeah but they're, right now we're just we have so many good games yeah 2016 was a good year and 2017 is shaping up to be a good year as well so, so far so good yeah we'll get into more of the uh the present releases but you also got to play retroactively uh infinite warfare yeah um still like the best-selling game of last year but from what i understand all the call of duty games are always the best-selling games yeah it's, it's just crazy. it's incumbent you know even though they're so hated by half the gaming population but, it's but that, i wonder how many of those people still go and buy it anyways with the hope or expectation it'll lot. be different <laughs> or it's just because they play it because that's what their friends play or you know whatever the case may be it's hard to get out of how popular that online community is um, not you know, since not since Modern Warfare. That was the game that really took him in the right direction. I feel like, yeah, because Call of Duty was around for like how many of our entries before that? You know, as the and they used to just be World story War, games. You know, yeah, when they were World back War on like PS two and stuff. Yeah, um, remember it was uh, they, it was them and um, what was the other game? Medal, uh, of, Medal of, Honor? of Honor. Yeah, that there was like battling. I, I it like out. Medal of Honor. It was good, but now yeah. you don't hear anything from Medal nope. of Honor. They're sunken ship. So this Call of Duty, as far as the story goes, I'll say that. I think they did pretty well. They've changed it up just enough with this space combat to mm-hmm. make it different. There's um, actual 
there's actual missions where you are in a sort of spaceship that controls really well, um, really easy to control, uh, making the dog fighting very unrealistic, but fun still. Sure. Um, and then the, the regular ground combat, sometimes you're doing it in kind of a low gravity. Sometimes you're doing it in regular gravity. Uh, like to say maybe inside a ship and, and it's enough to switch it up to make it fun. Um, but ultimately it's a call of duty game and ultimately it's a call of duty campaign. So it's very similar enough to be fun and play through and I'd recommend it. But, um, I mean, once you get through that campaign, which are always small, yeah, it doesn't have that much going on after it. If you are just going to go back to the, uh, multiplayer because the multiplayer you have to be in that community to be any good oh yeah otherwise, you just get mowed down otherwise it's just no fun no it really isn't and i'm not in that community and so it i've tr- i tried it and i it just, i just it sucks being at the bottom yeah constantly. for guys like us if only they would invert the kill death ratio instead of the d bef- then we before would do pretty well yeah then our <laughs> we'd be way balanced yeah uh, in the, the different direction uh did you get into the zombies no i never did yeah, I know that they tried yeah. to, you know, make it a, a point of a selling point this year, maybe more than before. I feel like in years past, I really haven't heard much about the zombies going into it. And I know that they even had their own commercials specifically advertising oh, yeah. the zombies. Oh, like, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, it's like an 80s like and, theme park theme. Yeah. No pun intended. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, that's something, you know, some months from now, if I see it like on a discount rack or used for like five, ten bucks, which is very well a possibility, or like Amazon does a flash sale, I might pick it up just to have it as a back pocket game. But it's not something that I've no. been, you know, itching for even since uh, it came out, what, like November last year? Yeah, something like a that. A couple months ago they, now. They always come out in yeah. the fall. So you've played those as much as you did, sent them back. Now yeah, you're just playing did, something more present. Yeah. I didn't ask you, or at least I didn't hear you say, so I want to ask you, how do you like Hitman as it is so far? this latest go around. You know, I really like the Hitman series. I've always liked them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as simple as they are, it's weird. They haven't really changed much of the gameplay in the past 15 years. It's all disguise yourself, walk around like you own the place and just strangle somebody from behind. And basically you do that until you can get to the main target where you take them out and escape level over. And, and that's, it's the same same thing here, which is nice. They didn't change it up. They didn't go for something that was way too different, way too cinematic. They didn't make it similar to a lot of other games. They What they did in this one is they gave a lot more options on how to take out a target, and they created challenges that, um, you know, like I always go in to a, a certain level without looking at the challenges because the challenges will give you insight on all of the different opportunity, all the different ways you can kill a target. Nice. Um, but I didn't want to spoil it. I wanted to find them on my own. So the, the thing about this game and which makes it work a little bit with how they do the release where you get one level at a time, because the way this is meant to be played is that you play the same level multiple times over and over again and take out the targets in different ways. Okay. And so it could be, you could take them all back by, um, sniping them, from a roof like across in a different building or you can take them out by you know uh setting up some sort of like electric shock trap with a puddle of water right and have them walk through it that's clever um i mean there's just a whole slew of things and every level has something slightly different right where i just played one this is not really a spoiler but um you need to take somebody out whose birthday it is Aww. um yeah no yeah 
taking them More like on his their birthday. death day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, you can, there's multiple ways to do it, but by hearing conversations within the level, you start to hear opportunities and you're like, okay, it's this guy's birthday. I was, I was dressed as a waiter and I was in this one section and these guys were talking about how they're going to throw a surprise party for this guy and they're waiting on the cake topper. And so you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go down to the kitchen See, I like and that I'm going to go kind of dress intuitive. as a kitchen staff. I'm going to find the cake topper and I'm going to bring it up. Is that mean? You know what I mean? Like, and then stab And then, with if it. you wanted to, you, while you're putting the cake topper, and you can do something to the cake, maybe. That's pretty clever, right? And and nobody thinks twice because you're dressed as such, and they already expected you to come up. And so, and hopefully, they just never happen to notice that barcode scanned on the back of your neck. Because that's kind of a dead giveaway. One of the things that's silly about this game, though, I will admit, is that there's already been. I've only played a few levels of this, mm-hmm. maybe th- three or four. Um, there's already been, I think, two out of the four levels where something's came up where um, they were like, oh, an opportunity has arrived, Agent 47. This person is coming and seems to look strike, have a striking resemblance to you. So you're like, okay, well, <laughs> so that was That's lucky <laughs> yeah. that I can now just uh, knock this guy out, take his clothes, and everybody thinks that I'm this guy um, because he happens to be a tall muscular bald guy <laughs> it's just it's, it's silly but um it is a fun game it's very slow though if you're looking for an action pack game this is not your game cool this is the kind of game where you can spend an hour in one level and not even realize it so yeah but, uh good by your standards so far yes. anyways yeah it is good yeah I've, I've heard very like positive things not like outstanding game changer but it, it seems but... like it's a, like a solid eight pretty much everywhere you look yeah that's about where i'd put it Okay, so those are those are the games I've been playing. <laughs> yeah, I know you have a game that you've been playing that we're gonna save a little bit for a little bit later. Yeah, um, we both you've played a lot of it. I've played a little. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, um, that's gonna be about Resident Evil, and we'll talk about that in our topic of the week in just a little bit. But uh, let's take a look at what's coming up. Jeez, Louise, March is gonna be such a huge month, not only for game systems. This Nintendo Switch. The, the Switch is arriving, and by the way, pre-orders. If you can find one still left, good luck to you. For uh, the Switch? For the Switch, yeah, yeah. I was talking to a coworker. He uh, looked at eBay, Amazon, Target, Walmart, all in the, well, at least... Uh, Best Buy? The reason I say that is because I um, was Googling today Nintendo Switch accessories, um, and what came up was, like, you know, a, a thing for Best Buy. And I didn't click on it, but it was basically saying pre-order now. So I don't know if... I, I could only hope so, for You know, his maybe sake. you click on it, because it's a sponsored post. Maybe you click on it and they're like, oh, we're sold out. Yeah, but they just want it to be but, top of the list. Who knows? But uh, yeah, if you can't find a pre-order for a Switch, that's understandable because uh, this thing is getting a lot of hype. I think it is hopefully going to leave such a better taste upon launch than the Wii U, uh, which was... It already has. It pretty much has to, yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, it's launching with uh, Breath of the Wild, which is looking really good. Here's a fun question I heard someone else raise. Would you want to play this game if it didn't have the Zelda name attached? Would I want to print the, play the system? Yeah. Like yeah. would you would just based on how the game looks and sounds? Oh, yeah. I see what you're even saying. Even if it didn't have the Zelda name attached if, to it. Yeah, if if you saw uh, this game and it was a, just a different look, dude. Yeah. And he wasn't wearing a green suit and it wasn't it was his trademark Link. hat. Yeah. Um I don't think anybody would be half as excited. I think I think it would still look like something that Nintendo could use as a flagship because it's 
it's pretty rare for uh, Nintendo to have this kind of open world style game. Very much so. Uh, so I think I think in that sense, it would people would be attracted to it, but nowhere near as much enthusiasm as if you slap the Zelda name on it. Absolutely. So um, you know what? The Switch is coming. Whether you're going to get yours or not, uh, please definitely do let me know if you do. Because <laughs> so you I'll be over play. Absolutely. Uh, we do have a, a shared friend who's getting it on lunch day. He did pre-order it. Uh, Wayne? Rick. Oh, Rick, of course. Um, yeah, that makes but, sense. But uh, him him and his girlfriend are, are huge Zelda fans, yeah. uh, especially his girlfriend. Yeah. And so it's kind of like... That's a driving force for sure. What I'm going to do, what I, hopefully, um, is just go check it out once he gets it and help it in my decision process of whether or not it's worth no, it for I, me. I love that we have that ability now. But, but like, here, here's the one problem, though, with that, is it's not just a 300 something dollar system was it 300 299 i think so it's not just a 300 system though it's um if you want the pro controller that's like 70 or 80 bucks um if you you know if you want a carrying case for your thing that's an extra what 25 30 bucks yeah um if you want an extra set of joy con controllers so you can play multiple players on things that's an extra 70 bucks the game itself is like 60 bucks oh yeah it, 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 it's not going to cost you 300 Gotta catch them all it's going to cost you just in your initial purchase with one single game it'll cost you five to six hundred yep that sounds it's crazy unfortunately about right and i just don't know i that's a huge yeah i might let someone jump. else test the waters yeah, first exactly. and then jump in when i feel it's safe exactly. um another big title that is uh coming to major consoles is oh wait no yeah just play, yeah. playstation 4 and are you talking about mass effect yeah yeah it's coming to both okay so we are really we. Ex- no well or <laughs> switch <laughs> nintendo switch. switch boy i gotta get out of we need to we. switch topics and tell you that uh, mass effect andromeda as hopefully you know if you're a gamer and if not cool it's all good uh is almost here i want to say in less than a month uh it's like a, a february 20 something or excuse me a march 20 something march 23rd or 24th release yeah, something like that and i personally have been staying away from a lot of the gameplay because i just want to be completely surprised uh, i'm a huge fan of this series um like most people i enjoyed two and a half portions of the three offerings <laughs> they had uh in the previous uh this one as i've come to find out it does not use save data unlike the uh, previous, which actually makes sense well, because makes sense, yeah. all the previous were on the last a, generation. And you're not playing as the same character. Yeah, and but it's going to be of the same realm, completely different story, just different or same title name. I don't know. I'm really intrigued and I want to be completely surprised. You know, so you haven't watched any of the gameplay. No, I really have intentionally stayed away See, from everything. I, I have watched a lot of the gameplay footage and, um, and I also have listen to other podcasts from people who get the inside scoop and yeah. have played it. Um, and people say that it's, it doesn't feel at all like the previous games. That's great. Um, and, and I'm okay Not with in that. a bad way. I don't mean that like, great. Cause the other one sucked. I mean, that's great that they're doing okay their own thing. That. Yeah. They're, you know, like, um, I, sorry if I'm going no, to spoil fine. something for you, if you don't want to learn much, but you know, they, they've got this whole movement system with this kind of jetpack thing that'll allow you to kind of shoot to the right or left or kind of fly up in, in short bursts. And they're, they were talking about how that, um, is done fairly well. It doesn't, it's not revolutionary, but it's just enough to make you make the gameplay yeah, a little great. different and a little bit more action packed. And that, I'm down with that. Plus a lot of customization. Yeah. I think this game's going to sell huge. My question, and I'll figure it out eventually when I play it. Uh, I wonder if someone who had just never gotten around to playing one, two or three, 
can pick this up and have a great experience and not be lost. I'm sure. I hope so. Well, I mean, it, you're For not... all new... I mean, because there could be a whole new generation. Think about the time the first Mass Effect came out to now. Some of those ki- people who were just kids when the first one came out never got around to playing it because right. it was too mature or never got into it. They could be, you know, of a mindset to be able to play a game like this now. I'm sure the creators thought of that. Yeah. Um, I think they wanted a fresh start, fresh story. And I, I'm sure there's nods. And I'm sure, like, a, a lot of the alien races will come back and and those who've played them in the past will be like oh i recognize them or i know that they're a, not a, a good race and then or whatever um but i think a lot of that will come naturally in whatever new story they have so i don't think it's necessary yeah i don't either but, um i but we can always hope mass effect andromeda march 21st we just took a look and that's confirmed date developer is bioware who i'm not overly familiar with but uh I'm hoping to like them even more after this. Uh, just switch into a different uh, developer company, a development company uh, that made an announcement. Pseudo recently, I actually think they had a halftime uh, spot um, on the Super Bowl. Uh, Square Enix has announced, we don't know anything really more than just a little teaser trailer, that they are making an Avengers game. And uh, if you've seen the, the, the commercial, it basically just shows you know, the three big recognizable characters iron man hulk and thor or captain america too wait no not hulk because there's nothing what would they show for hulk you know in this commercial it shows iron man's like basically arm glove photon uh pulse cannon thor's hammer captain america's shield what would they show for hulk just like his ripped purple pants (laughs) like smoldering (laughs) that's like his only yeah it's like somewhere we have a naked hulk It, it could even show like his hand um like just sitting like laying down and maybe just be like something like that kind yeah. of showing that he's knocked out maybe yeah I don't uh, know. but it, he doesn't have like uh, a symbol that represents him you know yeah. spider-man's got the spider cat mary's got it shield. Is interesting fantastic four has the four you know yeah. uh anyways if you've seen it cool if not go check it out but it's just an announcement no date no real nothing just a real, and it just, all it says at the end like. is reassemble yeah which to me says well, if they were to do a game however they were doing it whether it's just like a brawler arcade style or like an actual um, it's got some story to it or uh, a choose-your-own-adventure type game. I don't think it's going to be RPG elements because that would be kind of almost a waste of, of comic characters. Well, it could be elements of it with you know health percentages and, and stuff like that or customization. Well, who, And that's the thing. It's All it is is just a yeah. guess, our best guess. But I did notice it said reassemble, uh, which to me totally lends itself to being tied in to the greater uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that'd be awesome, just on a you know a fantasizing level, if it took place after the events of Captain America: Civil War, oh, being yeah. that that was basically Avengers two point five of yeah. a movie, oh, and you know neat. everyone's all kind of like fractured, and there's sides been chosen, there's hurt feelings, there's been a, a rift, you know. And we all know that if there's anything that's going to destroy the Avengers, it's going to be hurt feelings. Absolutely. Well, that's what uh, Baron Zemo's motivation was basically <laughs> yeah, like, know. Hey, I know I can never match you straight up one-on-one. So I'm yeah. going to get fracture you. He's from right. Within. Um, yeah. So I, I'm wondering because I didn't think about it, that reassemble as in taken from the movies where they just split up because the images that are shown are, are, them have having to have recently been defeated because which of, was very similar. Sorry to cut you off, but very similar to the imagery they showed for the preview for Age of Ultron. Remember when they see that one vision and they're basically yeah. all smoldering in the rubble, you know? Yeah. But so I knows? wonder. That's a good point. So I wonder if um, what they're showing, is, uh, what they're obviously showing in that preview is they're saying 
that they have been defeated in some sort of battle. Assuming that they're not dead because they're going to get back together. I'm wondering if the reassemble means it could be a, that they're reassembling after um, the movie where they kind of split. Yeah. uh, And then, and then the destruction is shown somewhere halfway through whatever story that is in the video game. Or if the video game starts after some sort of major battle and it's separate from the movies and, and um, they're saying reassemble because they have just been defeated. Maybe some of them are uh, injured and, or, or their, you know, uh, their suits and, and their weapons need to be kind of repaired and what whatever that have. Oh, and that's where you build them back up. Like, right. Like basic. Hence giving you a customized. Yeah. And like a, a basic level system, like yes, pretty exactly. much anything you start off with low, low yeah. to high. That would be cool. All we can do is guess at this point. Yeah. Stay tuned for further announcements. Definitely. If we have anything on the horizon that we're aware of, we will let you know. Uh, but yeah. But, but the scary thing is we have to admit video games based on comic book characters never turn out very well. I wouldn't say never, but more than likely will besides, not. Based besides on... Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation 2. Well, see, I, and I'm going to, I hear what you're saying, but to me, as far as I know, there's only one Avengers game that I've played. Uh-huh. And that was back in the day of like Genesis. It might've been an arcade port. I'm not sure. But you were four characters. Okay, but you're, so it's side scroller. Yeah, and that was awesome. I mean, granted, that's yeah. twenty some odd years ago now. But hey, one for one. Let's go two for two. Yeah, but that was also a trust, uh, uh, like a proven model for video games, especially the, at the time. The Turtles did it. X Men did it. Simpsons Avengers did it. Did it. Simpsons, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Um, so this one, I mean, they have all, they have basically a, a, an open canvas, and they can go with however they want. They can go first person, third person. They can go. Um, RPG, you know, remember the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance was that kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, See, that would above lend credence to what you're talking about, like before, like right. Comic books into games. It, yeah, well, no. you know, I mean, they made a second one. It was obviously did well enough. I didn't like them. But. Yeah, they were commercially successful. I don't think they were very critically. But yeah, whatever. Well, I, think, uh, I don't know. It's it's not reception that moves the needle. It's money that moves right. the needle for sure. Um. So, so what do we want out of it to come out soon? That's basically, yeah. and to see what it's all about. Yeah, I'd be curious to see gameplay. I want to know if you can play as multiple Avengers throughout the game. Like if you can choose a character and then play the level that way, and then you choose a different character and it's a different way of playing. So the way you play as a Hulk in a level is different than the way you play as an Iron Man in that same level. Okay, yeah, I follow that. Or, uh, you know, I, that's the way I'd it's kind of like it. It's almost like a class. But well, imagine using... a replayability on that. That would be cool. Because you play every level, every level, a couple of times at least. That would be cool. Um, I would actually like to see him do like a Final Fantasy style. Like, hey, you like have a, a pool of, of 10 yeah. and you can choose who you want to pour into the most and level them up and then assemble your best team. No pun intended. Would you, and then switch between them maybe? maybe? Yeah. That would be very similar to like the Lego Avengers. Sure. Yeah. I wouldn't think so. that'd be a bad thing. Anyway, um, we focused a lot on the Avengers. So let's move on a little bit to, uh, we're going to stay within the video game genre. But we are going to go into our topic of the week because we want to talk about Resident Evil 7. Resident Evil 7, um, you know, this was the first game in a few months that I looked at and I said, I can't wait that for that. I'm getting that day one. You've been talking about this game for a long time. Yeah. I remember 
last year when we said, hey, what are we looking forward to in 2017? And that was one of them. Granted, it was on the earlier side of things. Yeah, um, this was yours. Mine was, I think, having sex for the first time. Yeah, how did that guy <laughs> like it, by the way? He was great. Good. <laughs> ah, anyways, um, we both had that day off, as it turned out. Uh, and I went and uh, I got my copy that I had pre-ordered at Target. They actually were like, and you get a little Funko Pop toy with it. And I'm like, no, just <laughs> no, no, thank you. No. Because once you pop, not... you can't stop. You that's know? true. Yeah. Well, that's why they're so successful. Clearly. Because once you get one, you got to get them all. Yeah. And it's, yeah. So I just said, hey, you know, if some kid comes in and wants one, uh, please give it to him on my behalf um, or something like that. I was hella charitable. Um <laughs> It's a tax write-off. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, and then we played it that very day. And I got to tell you, first of all, I don't have a 4K uh, compatible TV or anything like that. I'm just playing it on your TV, my TV. Regardless. It still looks good. It is a fabulous looking game. Um, And it is, you know, this is kind of old news by now because, you know, the way games come and go so quickly and we're on to the next thing. And this game is already a, a month old. But uh, I've been playing it since day one. I'm not yet finished. I've been taking my time. And the reason is because it's hard for me at home. I'm not going to clearly play this in front of my family. Uh, and I'm very rarely alone in my own home. So I have to wait till everyone goes to bed. And by then, it's dark. And I have my headphones on. <laughs> so you're and like almost the like ga- And the game freaks me out, especially yeah. where I am currently in the game trying to stay spoiler-free. Um, I love the characters, minus the main character. And this is probably something that's critically out there. And I'm not just saying, oh yeah, I shape my opinions based on those of the others. But the main character, well, you never see him. You know, you're just experiencing things through his perspective. He's just very bland and he says really weird things at inappropriate times. And his reasons, I don't quite understand them just yet. Um, I wonder if that comes out at the end though. And that's the thing. And this isn't fully realized yet, uh, potentially anyways. But, um, I like right off the bat, it's a very simple story, you know, and this is not a spoiler. You already know this going into it. You're missing your wife of three years. You get a mysterious email slash video and you're like, okay, so what's going on? And then basically saying, hey, if you want to come find me, I'm here. But there's so much more to it. And the story itself is really solid so far. And again, I don't see the have the whole picture and I've been staying spoiler free, but I really like the story. Um, the game itself is beautiful. Just like in the opening credits, opening scenes, uh, your dude driving to this uh, farmhouse where the whole story is pretty much contained. And it looks gorgeous. And it is just like... It looks like a movie. Like it, it does. Yeah. It looks cinematically like just... Like you're in a theater watching something. Yeah, like just pure um, quality. And the, with, the, with the way the cuts are, like the cuts are good direction, like movie style cinematic direction. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. if you've been hearing about this game or you've been experiencing it for yourself, awesome. But it's true what like a lot of critical reception is. Some of it is repetitive gameplay. Some of it's like bang your head against the wall like Ugh, again. But for the times when you're interacting with the, the host family, the Baker clan, it's scary. And it's just something they tonally set right off the bat. The first time you interact with the, the head of the Baker family, uh, Jim? Jack. Jack. Thank you. Jack Bauer Baker. That'd be <laughs> an awesome hybrid. It's Baker and what Bauer. Is, that's the twist 24 at the hour end. That's, that's where Jack Bauer went. And that's okay, why they had yeah. to get a new a new guy for the new 24 series. Actually, that would make a lot of sense. Oh, gosh. Somehow. But um, the first time you see him, he just crosses your path. And they don't do like the typical like Hollywood jump scare. Like, bring up the music. Um, he just walks by slowly and slowly. You're like, wait, yeah. is that a ghost? Did I see that? And they do to such the point a good where job. You're like, yeah, you 
the fact that they didn't make noise makes you wonder if it's, you did it, see it It causes it in the first doubt. Place. It doesn't yeah. cause fear and like, ah! You know, like something like just... Like what? Like, ah. Oh, I'm okay. not going to do it again. Like something just like, like shocked bird. your senses. More like, wait, it makes yeah. you think. And I love psychological horror. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not just a purely psychological horror-based game. It's survival. There, there definitely it's, are jump It's grotesque. Scares, There's gross scares. But it doesn't rely on one factor or one avenue to scare you more than any other i think um the creatures that basically act as the henchmen in between your interactions with the main characters the baker clan are kind of annoying kind of repetitive they're not zombies but they're still fun in a way uh the gameplay is satisfying in that it makes you second guess yourself a lot it makes you do a lot of backtracking it makes you go wait Am I doing this right? Like right off the bat, one of the very first interactions you have, um, and it goes to a cutscene. I remember having to crave a second uh, save file because I thought I had done it wrong, and then I was going to go through playing the game in a messed up way. It's reminiscent of the original Resident Evil, yep. uh, and to a lesser degree, number two with all the backtracking. Like, wait, did I do this right? And not having a basis of, of reference. The puzzles are about right. They're not insanely difficult, like they have been sometimes in the past. Can- can we touch on uh, speaking of the puzzles and you yeah. were mentioning the backtracking through the house? Mm-hmm. Um, that is such a classic Resident Evil style. Yeah, and it doesn't feel forced in this one too. Yeah. It feels progressive and natural to the the story and what's really going on. What I really like about this game is that you can tell it's a Resident Evil game, despite the fact that we're now for the first time ever in a first person perspective, which feels fine. It doesn't it feel does. like out of place. But with inventory management being really, really minimal, yeah. Um, where whereas, okay, I've got eight bullets and a little knife, so and I guess these I'm things running. coming after me are going to take way more than they that. They eat your bullets too. They do. Yeah, they do. Um, and it, it's like you almost, and and the way that you shoot in first person, it's not like uh, it auto snaps to them. So you'll shoot if you have eight bullets. You, you might miss three to five. Oh out yeah, of they those move eight. around a lot too. Um, Everybody so, who you fire at moves around, which is very similar um, to um, Resident Evil Four in that sense, right? Yeah. Where where you would where they're coming at you and you'd kind of shoot and they'd sort of dodge a little bit and you'd waste your ammo and you're you just really have to get better at the actual gameplay in order to not just waste everything because everything is so limited. Yeah, they, they they're they're doing the same thing with mixing herbs and you know creating other things. Oh, in the your limited in, yeah. inventory. I know, right? What is it? Um, what do you do to make bullets? It's so ridiculous. It's literally chem like, fluid and gunpowder, gunpowder, yeah. like that. And then and then you're like, I just made a bullet. It's like, but oh, how else? Okay. <laughs> how else would you get it, get it though? I mean, you find some on your own, but. Uh, you know, all in all, so far, I think I'm like three-fourths of the way through this game. It, it is scary. It is different, but it's differently Resident Evil. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Right. In the same way Resident, Resident Evil, Evil 4, when they yeah. switched the the format there to the third-person perspective, yeah. still had ties to the original with a lot of the things we're still mentioning. Yeah. And uh, there's since been some DLC that's come out. Uh, I actually have watched that. And it does a nice little fill-in to some of like the very secondary stories to the main gameplay. Uh-huh. Um, it does bum me out a little bit that it came out so fast, the DLC. But I think that just says that, hey, we realize we have a limited campaign, and then that's pretty much it for the gameplay. So I understand why it came out so fast. There's four pieces of DLC uh, that have come out. And I guess there's a free one coming later, which like is basically an extension of the main story. That's um, cool. Yeah, but uh, I'm not interested in the DLC 
because I think you play it one time through and that's probably I could all I could see myself playing as far as yeah. how I imagine it. But still, great game. Can't wait to finish it. Can't wait for you to borrow it and get some of your thoughts too. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've played several hours with you, either it's playing scar- it myself or watching you. Um, and it, it, but, but there's a certain point where then you've gone on and played more. And, yeah. and so um, I, I do want to kind of get it all in all one, one time through with me, yeah. you know, playing it. And I will say, uh, there's obviously insanely awesome characters in video games over the years, especially as games have progressed so beautifully and with just the technology. Marguerite Baker, the uh, matriarch of the Baker family uh-huh. clan, family clan super sexy she is just hilarious um she is a freak uh obviously all these people have something very wrong with them sexy uh i guess (laughs) whatever motivates you but the things she says to your character or when she's talking directly to you or when she knows you're in a room but she can't find you or something like that they're freaking hilarious and but like in a terrifying way right yeah she's like like she's just crazy in the head kind of yeah like if this so was the a movie she said are just really weird and random yeah. if this was a movie everyone would be like quoting her and then yeah. like you would even like see memes on the internet from her and stuff like that hmm. yeah i've never been and i'm just gonna say this this is the one spoiler i will say and forgive me for the brash language but in a game when you're a character i don't think i've ever been called a cocksucker before in a video game <laughs> it just actually made me laugh i don't think that's a spoiler no well well i don't think anybody's who who is gonna play it and then during that they get called like, oh, a cocksucker man. and they're like, Oh, that would have been so much better if I didn't hear that I was already gonna be called a cocksucker. <laughs> uh your your ideas of spoilers are slightly skewed. Anyways, if you like Resident Evil, play it. Play it. If you haven't liked anything Resident Evil done has play done it. lately, play it and see the difference. Yeah. Hopefully you'll uh enjoy it just as much as uh as I have. And uh hopefully you enjoy us talking about Movies. We have several things to talk about with limited time left, so let's bullet point the hell out of movies here. Check. Um, couple things. I'm sure everybody already knows this, but Ben Affleck has stepped down from the directing role of the Batman movie. So what does that mean to me? That means um, someone else is going to direct oh, it. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a really good point. That's Insight that you're possible. only going to get here on the Random yeah. Fandom with Brandon Brandon podcast. Um, you know, it kind of makes me worry. I think I think him. Obviously, he was a good Batman uh, in the Batman v Superman movie. He was the only good thing out of that. But the fact that he was directing it. And he's a, we, I mean, he's got a proven he's track, got a track record. record for sure. Um, the the fact that he was directing it made me really comfortable thinking. Okay, I don't think he would sign his name as a director on a story that he wasn't good. And and he was writing the story too, right? He was helping write it. Yes, he was part of that process. Then he steps out of the directing role. He says it's because he wants to focus on the iconic character of Batman. He wants to make sure that he does that. No, no pun intended. He wants to do justice to it. Um, I can't help. Maybe it's just the cynic in me, but I can't help but worry that he stepped out of it because he wanted to take the movie in a certain direction. And then Warner brothers was like, no, we want to take it in this direction. What worries me is we know that Warner brothers directions suck. Yeah. They, they really don't have anything they can point to as of yet to say. Not well. Besides, look how we're doing this. Besides the Dark Knight movies, true. Um, 
But it's been since 2012. But that's, yeah. Since our last one. So, I mean, we're five years running on fumes here. Now they're just trying to be like Marvel. Um, they, they're not taking their own way in, in the comic book movies. And that they're not doing well at all, especially when you compare them to such great Marvel movies that have come out. So, like I said, bullet point on that. Um, we're a little worried. Next up, we're going to stay within the DC universe. Specifically as it pertains to Batman. Uh, so apparently Batman, uh, used, Batman. To, <laughs> used to have a, a sidekick named Robin. Robin? <laughs> yeah, last name Tussin. Uh, <laughs> uh, Robin, formerly now Nightwing, which is an awesome character. He was fun to play as in the uh, uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess there's been an announcement. I didn't actually personally see it, but hey, it's out there now. Uh, Nightwing movie has been announced. Yeah. And God, don't mess it up. Interesting thing is, uh, Chris McKay, who just directed the Lego Batman movie, which I'm going to see this coming week. My daughter's off school all nice. this coming week. I want to see And it. I took the week off as well. And we're going to see it whether I have to drag you her You took an not. entire week off to see it. Uh, well, she's getting surgery. Oh. Yeah. Uh, not for, to be able to see the movie. Yeah. Because she has no eyes right now. Yeah. So, so she's going to get surgery to get eye implants. Eye implants. Ocular, uh, implementations. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so we're going to go see the movie. And the thing is, I'll be honest with you, I would have seen it by now, but I'm just kind of embarrassed to go to a kid's movie by myself. Uh, I know. You don't want to be that guy. Not in this case. If yeah. I'm going to see like a rated R movie by myself, I'd be like, oh, at least this. Like I went and saw Suicide Squad by myself because you remember? Um, yeah. I wanted to see it so we could talk about it, and then I wish I hadn't seen it. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> Nightwing movie announced. Hopefully, it is true that it's being directed by Chris McKay. Uh, from Lego Batman, because I recognize that name, and I'm assuming... Well, and he's got a good track record so far. Yeah, but so did the guy who did Suicide Squad, so... Oh, that's David a good point. Ayer. That's but a good we'll point. See. I mean, who knows what a director is limited to when it all comes down to the nitty-gritty. We're not on set. We don't see what happens, but I would like to see Nightwing movie happen, because he's awesome. He's just a cool character. And yeah. I think they his know look, that. His look, his... Just yeah. the name. I'm Nightwing. I think... Well, and when did that, he surface in the comics? This also makes me wonder if um, Robin will have a piece in the new Batman movie. Um, they, like they, already, they already, in, in Batman v Superman, showed that uh, Robin had been killed yeah. by the Joker in, from the... Uh, the Jason Todd version, w- I Well, think. exactly. So, it, so, you know, who knows what this, how they're going to rope all this in. So, Hopefully, um, um, so, since Nightwing in the comic lore is actual uh, Dick Grayson from the Flying Graysons, because he was the first... Robin, and so he uh-huh. was basically he's like, "Hey, I've outgrown this role. I'm gonna do my own thing, and I'll still collaborate with you on occasion, but right. I'm gonna do my own thing." Um, hopefully, he's played by um, not, or I should say, not played by who's the guy who played Robin in uh, the Batman oh, and Robin God. in uh, Batman Forever, Chris something, who now is in that show with LL Cool J. <laughs> I mean, granted, he he didn't have anything going for him in that role, but he certainly didn't add to it. No. But that guy's like 40-something now, so it wouldn't no, be him. Yeah, it would, no, of course it wouldn't be. Yeah, and Nightwing has cool hair. I know that sounds weird, but he has good hair. A lot of superheroes don't show their hair, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. So let's move on from uh, DC stuff, kick into something a little different. To space stuff. Uh, Ridley Scott space stuff. Yeah. So Alien Covenant, we all May? are... May? It's coming out in May? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty excited. Um, I didn't like the last... Prometheus, is, Prometheus has movie? a lot of division about it for um, sure. I thought it was a jumbled mess. 
So if they can... But what if it's a jumbled mess intentionally leading into this, and then you could look back and be like, oh, I see that. That makes sense well, I would love that. So, But here's the thing. Prometheus came out and was supposed to, in itself, explain the beginning of this, the you know, of the aliens themselves. The xenomorphs. The xenomorphs, thank you. Yeah. Um, and all it did was just raise more questions. So it didn't do at all what anybody yeah, hoped. Yeah, I, I understand that. Hopefully Alien Covenant maybe answers something. I don't May know. May 19th, by but the here's, way. But here's the cool thing. Um, they've released a YouTube video. It's a little bit less than five minutes. And it's just a little bit of a prologue to almost, uh, I don't want to even say introduce because they don't really show names much. But um, it kind of gives you a little bit of background. It's just a bunch of couples and on this sort of one-way trip to start to colonize a new planet. And um, anyway, it, it doesn't show much. It doesn't really do much for the story, but it kind of gives you a little hint of what it's going to be like and shows you some of the characters. Nothing special out of it. I, I did like, and but, sorry cool. if I'm ruining anything for anybody, So, but I did like how that one particular crew member starts having uh, basically convulsions well, of some sorts or choking or something like that. You're like, oh, no, so it's going to burst out of her chest. And they're like, no. Nope. She was just joking. Just, yep, just water went down went the wrong down the pipe. Wrong hole. Uh, and the only uh, character that you recognize, at least from this little prologue that they show ahead uh, of the movie, uh, based on Prometheus, is um, the model. We assume it's a different version, but the same model that uh, I forget his name, but that Michael Fassbender played the droid he played from uh, Prometheus. Yeah. So Michael Fassbender's in there, and at first you're like, oh, he's in this one too, and but then you kind of think, oh wait, well if he was a an android, and he's probably the same model, just a different android. Actually, I thought um, he was a really strong character from Prometheus. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he was, I don't know. I need to go back and watch Prometheus before I see Alien Covenant. I won't. <laughs> Teach their own. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think it'll just remind me of what came before, and so maybe there'll be some tie-ins. Um, Ridley Scott doesn't put out crap very often. It, it is rare that he puts out crap. Yeah. So I'm really hoping this can be awesome. The poster just gets me excited. We I, saw the poster just the other night when we went to go yeah. see a movie. Well, this which, one just seems so reminiscent of the original, including kind of with that poster. Yeah. I mean, even people in the space station in this prologue or on the ship look like oddly reminiscent to yeah. like the crew from like the original Alien movie. And it looks like you might have another female protagonist. Which would make sense. Well, you absolutely would. Back in the days of Sigourney Weaver. So, uh, not much more to say on this. It's just that go check out, if you are interested in the uh, Alien Covenant movie, check out the prologue right now on YouTube. Yeah, just, just a little thing to wet your whistle. So. Um, Did you say go F yourself? What? Did you say go F yourself? No. What did you just say? What was the last thing you said? I don't know, because now I'm, back all I'm thinking about... Is f yourself? I did not... I mean, you can go... Anyway, um... So another way of saying go F yourself is get out. That's a bad segue. Oh, okay. But we did just go see the new uh, Jordan Peele movie this past Friday night. So fresh off the heels, we want to talk about that real quickly. You know, a lot of people are hyped on this one. A lot of people probably haven't seen it by the time you're listening to this. So we're not going to spoil anything in depth or anything like that. Do want to talk about this movie? Um, I really liked it. I do not think that it's a 100% movie. But here's the thing. It's well, not like a hundred. No. It's it, not going to stay at a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is. But the, you know, I think that's a, a, a misnomer. Like, of course it's a selling point. People can be like, this movie's a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes. That doesn't mean it's an A plus, you know, it's just saying no one had anything bad to say about it yet. Yet. And but I every think, movie that, but a big movie like this, all the reviews would probably be cashed in by now. I would think. I mean, it just came out on Friday. 
Yeah, and so accordingly, I don't think there's going to be too many post-release reviews. Yeah, but also... From critics or uh, fr- from critics who screen ahead of time, sure. Uh, but I don't think... Th- or I mean, I don't think they're going to be turning in reviews after the fact. Fans, of course, you know. Yeah, well, the user review is already a little bit lower. And that's fine. I see that. I thought this was a good movie. Um, you know, it's like... To me, it's like a split in three ways. It's like a like a psychological horror... It's not outright horror, like, rawr. There, although there was... It's suspense. Yeah. A lot of it is suspense. There was a few jump scares, uh, which I, I'm fine with. They they worked. They got me when they came yeah. on the screen. Um, it is a social commentary on, I think... On race. On Big time. just race. And then there was just some funny, like, like meet the parents kind of stuff, too. There's some yeah. comedic moments. And then um, it was... It didn't... I was I wouldn't say it didn't know what it wanted to be. It knew that it didn't want to be just one thing. It wasn't just one thing. Yeah. And I actually really like that. When you, I mean, there's one character that had, that was basically a comic relief. Yeah. And it was... For almost like 100% of the jokes. But it, it, Yeah. And it was really weird almost because you'd have something that's very suspenseful, very um, strongly racially charged, but in this weird way where everybody's hiding it. Right. And yeah. and so there's this whole unease throughout well, the entire movie. But then you have this one guy who's just doing these little yeah. one liners and 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 you're laughing and it sort of threw you out of it. But at the same time, I also think it was a good juxtaposition. Like it yeah. actually worked in the movie. And here's the thing about the, the, the racism that's portrayed on screen in this movie. It wasn't like, hey, there's N word Jim. Let's go get him and lynch him. It was more like, hey, we're so happy that you're here and you're black. We're going to go out of our way to make you feel special. Right. And like they show this in the commercials. Like the dad's like, hey, uh, what's up, dude? Just so you know, I would have voted for Barack Obama for a third term. And they're like, everyone goes out of their way to make him feel comfortable. And almost it's like, can't you just treat me like I'm a person? Not like because yeah. I'm black, you're being so friendly. Yeah. Like, it's like the person's like, I'm, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. It's like, no, that just... The fact makes that you mentioned that yeah. is sort of Why racist. can't he just be a person, you know? Yeah. And so there, there's this weird and this is where the social commentary comes in um is that there's something weird about these people where everybody is so aware that he is an african-american among a whole bunch of white people and he as the main character can see this but how do you bring that up in this oh total elephant in in this house of of full of white people yeah um and so i mean we don't i really don't want to go too far into it because then we'll get into spoiler territory. But the twists but, were great. I thought they yeah. were they were very well punctuated and delivered. And you can see the writing on the wall almost retroactively. Like, oh, that's why that happened earlier. Right. When this an hour later happens. But yeah, it was reminiscent of a few other movies I've really enjoyed over the years. Um, just a really well done film. And you know, just to consider where it came from, a guy who started off on Mad TV and then you know who's been doing goofy skits for Key and Peele. And I know he's obviously more than that. And clearly, this is a great demonstration of yeah. that. But it's just kind of like, oh, dude, good job. Yeah, I no. It, it's not only did he direct it, out of his n- directorial debut, but he wrote the thing too. Yeah, out of nowhere. Very smart. It, yeah. Um. It obviously he has a talent for writing because we've seen his writing on. But in like, com- but it's all comedy in five minute skits. Yeah, you know, this and was the a fact f- full that he on can, hour. Or this movie was almost like two hours it, long. It was long. Yeah, but the fact that he can pull out a two hour movie that is a completely different genre than everything we've ever seen from him is it just shows the talent, the raw talent that Jordan Peele has. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, I to me, uh, this was a really solid movie. 
I actually, you know, and here's the thing. Now movies are eleven freaking dollars for an evening show. Dude, they turned it up to eleven. Yeah, they did. Oh, nice. Yeah, I see what I did. There. <laughs> they did, literally. <laughs> uh, and I hate just giving eleven dollars of my money to a movie that I don't, I didn't enjoy. That's just like. But I really was like, you know, I felt good about spending my money on this, and it was good. Um, and you are gonna be soonly seeing John Wick too. You, I am. I'm gonna see it so today. We'll have to talk about that, and hopefully, I'll get a you chance are, to see well, it too. Well, you're, you're. Don't get mad at me. You no, were gonna see it with us. There's no anger. There's. I'm, yeah. It's adoration. I'm happy for you, and I'm looking forward to checking it out on my own. And then we can. But hopefully when you go talk home, about you're gonna just. I know tears will drop. That's nah, all right. So good movie, um, not exactly what I expected, but then again, I didn't know what to expect because the previews the previews don't show much of anything, but on purpose. but in the spirit of the movie, yes. you're like, what is this? What's uh, going on here? Actually, yeah, it's weird because um, you don't get at all a sense of what this story is like from the trailer, but you get a sense of how the movie tells the story from the trailer because. In the same way, when you watch a trailer, you're like, man, I know something creepy is happening. I know it has to do with race, um, but I can't figure out what it is. That's the exact same feeling you have for most of the movie. So um, I agree. It's, uh, you know, go see it. Um, I would give it, uh, oh God, 85 or 90, somewhere around there. I'll just go right in between and say I'll give it an 87. I think it was. It's very finite. I think it was Good a job. strong movie, not as strong as the hundred percent that some people are giving it. Yeah, but just no but see you're in that hundred percent by saying that I would give it a positive review. Again, it's not a hundred percent as a grade. It's just saying a hundred percent of people users liked it. At least said this was a passable movie. Yes, exactly. So I think that can be sometimes a misnomer. But hey, all good. So real quick, don't want to be rocking the cradle of the Netflix crib, but geez Louise guys, they put out some good stuff. Um, you've probably heard about, uh, if not seen, uh, Santa Clarita Diet, you know, which so many Hollywood actors, movie actors are in, you know, small time stuff. That's like not an issue anymore or not even noticeable. It's just a thing. So this has Timothy Oliphant and Drew Barrymore. I was going to say Carrie for some reason, uh, in the main <laughs> role. They're a, a team. They're a, a real estate team. Well, anyways, I don't need to tell you about it, but I, all I can tell you is just go see the show or watch the show. It's 10 episodes. I knocked it out in like a weekend, um, just a couple episodes here, a couple episodes there, and then I was done. I really like this show, and you started getting into it. It's about zombies. You'd know that right from the start. Um, they don't try to hide that, but just the dynamics, very dark humor, very gory at some points too, but never to yeah. the point where you're like, it's stomach turning. It's more like, haha, that's funny. Well, like an old it, like Peter Jackson film or something. Yeah, I mean, so I'm about halfway through the season. I'll agree with you. It's a, it's a good show. Um, it's a cool take on, on zombies in the real world. Very similar to the way I zombie. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen I've that show. Those comparisons. Um, takes that on where, uh, there, there's a, your protagonist is a zombie trying to live a normal life, but has to eat people. <laughs> yeah. Once so they get the taste. Some great cameos throughout this season too. Yeah. From like people who are comedically minded or I just, mean, you're not, not surprised. It's not really a spoiler, to... but Nathan Fillion in the first one. Yep. The first, um, uh, first episode. Yep. Um, and so, you know, this is a good it's a good show. I do feel like, so the first time when all of this really gory stuff happened, it was done in a way where I was like, whoa, that's so over the top for what I expected out of this almost weird, lighthearted comedy type. But then you realize that there's like these little pieces where maybe one character freaks out and starts cursing a bunch or where somebody gets brutally murdered and like, and it almost adds to the humor of it. 
because of that feeling of everything's great. We're, we're in a suburbia. We're a happy family. Oh, but the mom's a zombie. Yeah. And we have to kill people. Every family's got a dark secret, but <laughs> this one's a little more, this one's uh, a little more extreme than your usual. So, uh, and I actually like the way the first season ended. It definitely lets you know there will be a second season. Just saying. Um, okay. I'm not there yet. No, yeah, you'll see but what yeah, I'm, I'm talking sure about. I'm sure there will be. Um, but yeah, fun show. Nothing serious. A good little distraction. Uh, yeah. For when you're just like, ah, I'm out of, I'm current on my my regular shows. What should I watch now? And again, the engine of Netflix being able to watch it all at once works for me. Um, and Netflix just recently announced and made it official through like a Twitter post or some online image display. Uh, a Castlevania series coming out later this uh, year. It's animated, right? Here's the thing. I was like, dude, this could be so awesome. And then I went and having seen the picture, it could shows like, you know, Dracula's castle of right. looking very cryptic. And um, I was like, wow, how are they going to do this on live action? They're like, and then I read it. And I'm like, oh, that makes that makes more sense. So, so to me, though, I would be uh, so much more interested if it was live action. I got to say the intrigues more. See, yeah. see, this is when they do it animated. It makes me think that this is less to pull in the people our age who played it as a kid yeah. and more to pull in younger audiences who have never played a Castlevania before. Right. And maybe it's maybe it's smart, especially if, say, Nintendo with the Switch is going to create like a new Castlevania or something, right? That would be really clever to have a TV show that would sell the game. Sure. Little known fact is that's the reason that the uh, Ninja Turtles toys were created. It was to sell... I'm sorry, the TV show, excuse me, to was created, was to sell the toys, Totally, right? yeah. Um, and so maybe this is that same idea. Maybe they're in, in it for like kind of the long haul. Um, but I can't help but feel like, man, if you would have done a higher budget, real life version of Castlevania, I would totally yeah, that's, be in. that's where the excitement Otherwise, came. Otherwise, I'm probably not going to watch it unless it gets like these glaringly high reviews. I'm just probably I gotta not going to watch it. I got to say, that's where the excitement came for, for me because I thought that's the case. But still... Can't help deny that part of me wants to see how it's treated and yeah. what it's like. You know, usually after an image is posted online, then, you know, according to like a lot of typical co- uh, current day marketing designs, a uh, trailer will be soon to follow. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. I think uh, it'd be good. That's all we want to talk about for TV, right? That's all. Just those we, couple of. Yeah. We just wanted to. L- oh, yeah. Walking Dead's still happening, from, man. Netflix. We'll. we'll I've, oh yeah, we didn't. We watched the season premiere or the season rejoin premiere. Yeah, um, which was not bad. It wasn't great, but it, it's just we it's, haven't watched it. We're not gonna. We're gonna do the whole thing where we just catch up maybe once every three weeks. I think. Yeah, because it's just not worth following on a weekly on a weekly basis. Weekly right basis. Now. That's just yeah. our opinion. So screw if you. your opinion is different, then then you're wrong. But I mean, yeah, but you're this you're is right. Just our opinion. You're right, or you're what do they say? You're right to have your own opinion, but your you're right to be wrong. wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's your on. right to be wrong. Let's move on. We to um, well, sh- wouldn't you know it? We're shadow of the synopsis. Throttling down here, almost at the end. I have a good shadow of the synopsis for you. I really feel like you're gonna like this one. Okay, real quick for those who don't know. Oh, please. Uh, Brandon's gonna read me a synopsis. Two, it could be anything: movie, video game, TV show, comic book, even. Um, and I have to guess what that is. What title? What game? What movie? So go ahead, Brandon. Read your synopsis. Okay, I'm going to stay away from names because yes. I feel like that will uh, just make Give it, it too. So let's just say after his wife falls under the influence of a drug pusher, an everyday guy transforms himself into an unlikely superhero who has the best of intentions, not so good of a sidekick, 
and he totally lacks in heroic skills in an attempt to get her back. Is that it? I'll say one more thing. The idea for the superhero he turns himself into was, came to him after watching Christian TV. Oh. And he's a vigilante. Oh. Um, orgasmo? Are you locking that in? So my first thought was super. Okay. okay but I can't remember the title or the... Ah, uh, man. Okay. So... In the movie Super, I don't remember why he starts to fight, but I don't remember him having a wife. And then he had Ellen Page as his little sidekick who was very violent. And, um, But I don't know if he got the idea from, you say, a Christian? Yeah, like Christian-based pro- television programming. So the only thing I think about is in Orgasmo... I know he was very religious, but I want to say he was Mormon. He was Mormon. So then that I'm just going to say super, actually. And you're a super good solver of this week's ah. Shadow of the Synopsis, because you're right. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, like, Frank was his name. He becomes the Crimson Bolt. Um, the Nathan Fillion was actually the superhero on the Christian TV program oh, yeah. that he bases his... Uh, I just don't remember that at all. And I was going to say, armed with a pipe wrench, because remember, he only had a pipe wrench, and he yeah. was just destroying people that. And Bolty... God, that is a was good the, movie. That, that is, is a, a great movie. That is a good superhero movie that did not get the play it should have. Uh, and you know who directed it, right? No. Me neither. But somebody did, because it was made like... Oh, uh, James Gunn, the guy who then went on to do Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, And some what? other stuff. That's yeah. crazy. No, he's, and he also did Slither, I believe, too. That okay. kind of campy yeah, alien slug movie. Also with Nathan Fillion. Anyways, huh. if you haven't checked out Super ever before, it's I don't think it was like largely released. I think yeah, it was Rain like... Rain Wilson, right? Yeah. Is his name? And he and actually... Ellen Page? Fr- and he was like Frank Dr- Darbo or Frank Drabo or something like that. Ellen Page. Uh, Liv Tyler was his wife. Okay. And then uh, do you remember who the drug dealer who he tried to get to was at the end? Man, it's been a while. Kevin Bacon. Really? Yeah. Man. It's a really solid see movie. that movie. Especially if you like geeky comic stuff and it's very much like kick-ass it came around yep. out around the same time but i think to a much smaller release and a lot of people compare the two but they're actually really distinctly different films but like yes it is about a guy who's just like wait i can do this and he does yeah uh it's and it's dark too it's really dark at yeah. times so, i think i think i think the darkness probably turned most people off to mainstream audience and that it was very violent and that too. might be and the lower budget yeah. um and rain wilson at the time well, still, he still doesn't have the following as his own separate actor. Anything away from he's, The Office, yeah. He was amazing in it, but he just doesn't have the pull. No, I actually thought he did a good job of front in this movie. So good solving. Yeah, thanks. Well, that was a good one. And what um, are you going to contribute? I'm going to give you an awesome quote in geek history. Um, we always like to end it with uh, just a little takeaway, make you kind of feel pumped about something that was awesome in, in geek The tickles you the right way. Whether yeah. it's gaming, movies, whatever. Um Usually, since we're playing your recorded thing, it's not from comic books because that would be hard to do. But since I am going to see John Wick today, I thought it would be awesome to play a clip from John Wick 1. So here you go. He once was an associate of ours. We called him Baba Yaga. Boogeyman? Well, John wasn't exactly the boogeyman. He was the one you sent to kill the fucking boogeyman. 
love that comment from who actually is uh, Theon Greyjoy. Is is the, Alfie the son? Al, is that his name? Alfie. Where strong he, man? He, his father tells him he's the one you go send to kill the fucking boogeyman, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna call him Theon." He just goes, "Oh, like you." That's the moment where you see him go, "Oh, I fucked up." Yeah, fear has been struck oh, into him. Great movie. Great. So let's shut her down. Um, let's tell them where they can reach us because nobody ever does. But in case you want to, in case to, you make a life change, and this is a, the first thing to display that we've got a Twitter that we uh, we very t- seldomly seldomly we will start tweet. tweeting on more often now that we're back and we're charged up. You can find us at Random Fandom WBB. That's Twitter. We have a webpage, randomfandomcast.com. And, of course, email is linkable to all that, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So no excuse to not get a hold of us. If you like what you're hearing, great. If you don't like what you're hearing, keep listening. Maybe it gets better. Uh, we I'm also, sure we'll get a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, we tweet. I think our tweets are more quality over quantity, unlike our current president. Uh, and we don't end with <laughs> a derogatory verb or adjective at the end every time. So... Uh, some of this ben Affleck has stepped out of the role of directing the Batman movie. Sad explanation point. Terrible. The so-called Batman movie. Yeah. All this fake comic news. Anyways, we love you if you love us. We love you if you hate us. Either way, thanks for listening <laughs> and for being a fan of our fandom. And uh, stay geeky. Just take, just take, just take Glenn Close. I mean, 